Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Oh, hey. How's your weekend? Um, it was great. You came back from uh, the Women in Music event last yes, week. Yes, I came back from New York. Um, it was great to be home. Did you but have intimate time with Ariana? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although our coworker Jason did backstage. That's right. So definitely watch that interview. I should say coworker slash Pop Shop co-founder yeah. Jason Lipschitz, um, but yeah, it was a it was a fantastic event and uh, great to always be with our New York coworkers, of course. But now you're back. Now I'm back. Better LA for life. Until <laughs> the next time you go back. Yeah. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. And in addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats, and stories. New music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today, we'll be discussing the Grammy Award nominations, the Golden Globe nominations, some notable snubs and surprises, and we have an interview with 2019 Golden Globe and Grammy nominee Mark Ronson. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Now, it felt like, you know, there's a lot of news going on in the world, but like... Golden Globe and Grammy nominations came out back-to-back days last week. It's just awards. It's awards frenzy right it now. It truly is. And so we thought we'd uh, kind of break down the big four Grammy nominations. Especially in light of the fact that we did a Grammy sort of what we think are going to be nominated for the big four categories a couple yeah. weeks ago. Let's it makes talk sense. about how we did. <laughs> and then also, um, let's let's look at the musical Golden Globe nominations as well. Not musicals as in like musicals, but music. <laughs> they do have a musical category, There's, best comedy or musical. That's true. It's true. Because there's so many musicals that are oh, made now. Not to like completely get off track this before we even get started. I like the way but, you preface that, but just in case. But I was a little surprised that they didn't. Um, we haven't even got submit. to the Golden Globe nominees. I was just a little surprised they didn't submit A Star Is Born as a musical. It's in the drama category. Because I guess technically it's not a musical. It's not a sung through musical. It's funny, though, because I... I, the music performances are sung as if they're on stage or in a club. Yes, but... You have not yet seen this movie, which no, is insane, fine. but yeah, I'm going to talk for a second about the fact Should that... Should we just... Did you want to talk about <laughs> talk about it when we get to the okay, Golden Okay, if you'd Globe? like to hear my strong thoughts about the Golden Globes uh, categories, why don't we wait until that? For now, let's get into the Grammy nominations. But you have that to... You, you know what's coming. <laughs> Should we uh, just start with the, with the top category for the Grammys Big Four, which, according to the Grammys website, 
the number one category is record of the year. I always think of album of the year as being the big guy. I always think of album and record as being equivalent. Yeah, I guess that's true. In terms of importance, but... So, but they refer to category one as record of the year, so let's launch in with record of the year. Okay, eight nominees. Um, Quick reminder that this is the one that's for a recording of a song. Uh, So this is not a songwriting award. That would be song of the year, because this is always confusing. So... (laughs) Record of the year. It goes to the artists, the producer, recording engineers, and or mixers, and mastering engineers. Yeah. The nominees are <laughs> I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Um, the Joke by Brandy Carlisle. This is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Is that the one with the uh, the video? Shut up. <laughs> Just joking. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. And The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. I feel like Keith and I both have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit on this one just because you were the one that said The Middle was a shoe-in. Oh, yeah. And I was definitely uh, uh, riding for I Like It in this category. I thought that would be the perfect spot for Cardi and for these high-profile Latin artists to get some love at the Grammys. So let's talk about some of our snubs and surprises specifically in this category. Yes. Um, I think a big snub, or at least a significant snub, was Ed Sheeran and Beyonce's Perfect, which I thought would kind of be a shoe-in. Seemed like a lock. But I guess not. Maybe they thought they've already given Ed too much love. Or maybe, you know, we talked about this on the show. Because of the being remixed. Yeah, and... it's like Perfect was a song in its entirety, released on Ed's album before the eligibility, but then it did this new duet version with Beyonce, and right. it, it, it did seem like Grammy bait, and yet it was not. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Uh, Ariana Grande's not here. Which is a little weird. I mean, not to jump ahead, but Ariana Grande's nowhere. She's not in any in of the, the big, big four categories. In the categories. big four categories. I mean, she would only be in three of the big four because she's not a new artist Correct. anymore. But yes, she's not in any of the big three that she was eligible in. We were talking about God is a Woman for record. We were talking about, you know, No Tears Left to Cry as a song. We were talking about Sweetener as the album. She is nowhere to be found. But she's in the pop category. But she's in the pop category. She did not get shut out, but it's still surprising. Yes. Yes. Um, Meant to Be by Florida Georgia Line and Baby Rexa, not in either of the major record or song. It did get love. in. Uh, BB got two nominations total for both Best New Artist, which, sorry, I'm jumping ahead again, but BB got love as Best New Artist, which is crazy because... She doesn't seem very new. She's been around for like four years or five years. Five years. Yeah. And then um, she got a country nomination with Florida Georgia Like Line duo as well. group performance or something like exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we can move on then. Album Unless of we the have year time? Oh, actually, we can say a surprise. I thought it was kind oh. of surprising that Brandi Carlisle was in here. Yes. I mean, and she's she's great, but I was surprised that this, clearly she was the dark horse, like, yeah. under the radar, like, you critical. You might hear her <laughs> name a couple more times in a second, too. Critical favorite nominee. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now we can move on. Okay, so Elm of the Year. Um, the first one is Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. And then we got Brandi Carlisle again. Oh, hey. with, with, by the way, I forgive you. Uh, we have Scorpion from Drake. Uh, hers, her. Is it just, it's, it is just hers, her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Hers, her. Hers, her. Um, this, Hers, is her. The, this is an interesting one, too, because she, uh, I'm, I hope I don't mess this up, but she's signed now to, I think, RCA, and this is not what, like, she has not yet released her major label debut. This is her first two, like, EPs pushed together Combined into a project. into a double EP. And it's Album of the Year nominee, so not even her was expecting this <laughs> at oh, all. That's um, funny. Next one is uh, Post Malone's Beer Bongs and Bentley's. Uh, Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer. 
We have Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. It's your fave. <laughs> um, uh, the Black Panther, the album music from an inspired by soundtrack. Yes, as a lot of people noted, Kendrick Lamar has like eight nominations for um, this year's Grammys, and uh, he didn't even put an album out. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, technically he did oversee this album, but it's not a Kendrick Lamar album. It's a various artist album. Yeah, and like even though he's only technically credited on a couple of the tracks as an artist, he's kind of on a lot yeah, of the songs. Yeah, he's an EP for the entire project. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, okay, so that's that's all eight. So, snubs, Camila Cabello. Yeah, because we had talked about last, uh, or a couple weeks ago, that... Havana, which is her big song that might have had a chance at the big categories, was submitted last year when it hadn't yet become a hit, and so it didn't have a chance this year, except for it is a, a live version of it is nominated in the pop categories, but not in the big four. Right. Um. So album seemed like a possible shot for her. Right, to sort of recognize the fact that she had a big breakthrough, she had these you know couple hit singles, she isn't eligible for new artists, but this would be a place to, this is the one place to kind of put her, mm-hmm. would be album of the year. But evidently, uh, there's a lot of competition for album of the year, and the Carters aren't there. And Jason thought that that was like a good shot. And when he said it, I'm like, I thought that made sense because it was a great way to cap off the four 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 lemonade. Yeah, I loved know, that trilogy. that mindset. That it was it was Grammys a, didn't they they did not. Recording Academy didn't like that they mindset. They didn't. Um, Ariana's not nominated here, but we already mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift, who is a regular in this category, Reputation was not in this category. Yeah. And even with eight she eligibility didn't slots, get a thing. We're not talking about just big four. She was shut out of literally. She got, she got one nomination. Did she for pop album? Thank you. Right. Sorry, you can everyone. Check right there. Yeah, I'm, I'll double check. But you're. I think you're exactly right. I think I was. That I was kept her looking, one nomination. I kept looking for her to get a nomination for like delicate, especially. I thought delicate being the yeah. standout track from the album. We'll come up. We'll we'll mention that in a second. But yes, it did not get any nominations. So which and I uh, yeah. That's weird. Um, yep. Again, um, I was a little bit surprised, and we already sort of said this, that Hers album was nominated. Mm. Um, yes. And obviously Brandy Carlisle again. Yes. Um, <laughs> super pumped about My Girl Casey. I, to me, that's my album of the year, so I'm happy that's eligible there. Um, let's move on to song of the year. All right, cool. Um, so this is a songwriter award, and a song is eligible if it was first released or if it first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Um, so the first one is All the Stars, and I'm not going to read off all the songwriters. Uh, there's a lot of them. Performed and- by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Right. We can, that's the easiest way to do it. Um, Boot Up, uh, which is co-written by LMA and mm-hmm. performed by LMA. Uh, God's Plan by Drake, and he is one of the uh, like six songwriters on this track. Uh, In My Blood, which well, I'll get to it. <laughs> I'm like excited Perf- about performed by Sean Mendes. Performed by Sean Mendes. Uh, the joke. It's that Brandy Carlisle again. Uh, she's one of the four co-songwriters on this track. The middle is here as well. Song and record of the year: Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray's The Middle. Interesting, considering like the well, we'll talk about it in a second. Yep. Um, and then Shallow, <laughs> performed by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, and they're two of the four songwriters on this track. And finally, This Is America from Childish Gambino, co-written by Childish Gambino. So. Um, Interesting. Looking at these songs, um, there is not a single one that was written by just one person. Mm. And the only song that was written by just two people was This Is America. That is a big change from previous years. I mean, because songwriting used to be, you know, like a, maybe a duo or like maybe like a three, like, you know, all the hit Motown songs were, you know, written by three people mm-hmm. for the most part, whose names just fell out of my brain. 
they wrote all of the Supremes hits, uh, Holland Dozier Holland, mm. um, or you know like a Carol King, or you know, but now it's just like it's a very group effort, and I think that is explicitly displayed in great detail if you look up that New York Times interactive piece that they did on the middle mm-hmm. and the making of the middle mm-hmm. and how it went from um, start to finish and how so many different people and so many different writers and performers were involved with that yeah. track. Um, the middle is both kind of the the perfect example of how a pop song was created now in 2018 and also kind of a perfect example of how things are so different and why people sort of hate pop music right in so many ways it's too songwriting by committee yeah yeah um, but it turned out to be an incredible huge hit record that exactly. you just can't get out of your head and you know i mean yeah it's, so it took a lot of people to make it but it still turned out a great song um i mentioned last week also that i got a lot of love from sean mendes fans fans were even suggesting that in my blood could be nominated in this category so yeah. i'm happy the recording academy also felt uh that sean and teddy and scott and jeffrey were all uh worthy of this category um let's talk about some snubs all right um I mean, we already mentioned Ariana Grande, because to me, No Tears Left to Cry felt like a really good shot in this category. Um, uh, Taylor Swift's Delicate? Taylor Swift. That, yeah. I mean, if, if, if they were going to, like, maybe... I thought, like, at minimum, like, maybe, like, all right, maybe they don't feel like any of her songs were big enough for record or worthy enough, but maybe album, just because the album was such a huge selling album, and yeah. you want to maybe, like, kind of recognize that, and with the expansion to eight nominees, maybe she'd get in. And then... Then at minimum, like, Song of the Year nominee for Delicate mm. because it was a huge hit record. Yeah. But no. Yeah, We're no. We're so sorry. Um, and I kind of thought um, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman mm. would, would get a nomination. It is nominated for, like, Best Song Written for Visual Media. Right. So Pasek and Paul did get a nomination there. But I kind of thought that this would be a song that maybe could break through to the top categories because it was such a big, empowering Moment. song. And it was like a fluke hit from a soundtrack that probably no one ever anticipated to be as big as it was. Yeah. And that could be a way to recognize The Greatest Showman, which at this point is still the biggest selling album of 2018. Crazy. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then I'm still surprised endlessly by Brandy Carlisle, which maybe I shouldn't be at this point. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, three of the four. Is she going to be like the Arcade Fire this year or like the Steely Dan of this year where, sorry, all hip-hop category people, Brandy Carlisle's going to win everything. But I will 100% like, um, you know, plead ignorance here. I, I'm one of the people who plan to discover Brandy Carlisle via these nominations. I have not really heard much of her work, but I can tell you that some coworkers of ours in the New York office, including your coworker Kevin Rutherford, Massive Brandy Carlisle fan hmm. and was not surprised at all by this. Oh, wow. Was overjoyed. Well, fine then. Um, best new artist? Sure. All right, cool. First one we have is Chloe and Hallie. Uh, Beyonce protégés. Yes. Uh, Luke Combs, a big rising country star. Greta Van Fleet, repping for rock music. Her again. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Hey, friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Price. Uh, BB Rexa, as we mentioned. Friend of the podcast. And uh, Georgia, is it Georgia Smith? Yep. Yeah, so those are your eight nominees. Um, there were a number of folks that were left out. There's a glaring error to me. We already mentioned Song of the Year, Boot Up, and yet LMA, nowhere to be found. Maybe they just felt like, yeah, one hit single doesn't mean that you're... She has two hit singles, to be fair, but second... I mean, I just feel like that that cat- or that or um, recognition in the major category 
just seems like it would translate to yes, also best it's something she co wrote in addition to that best new artist, but yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's uh that that crazy special committee that makes these selections uh didn't quite jive with that. Yes. Um Troy Savon not nominated and I and he mm-hmm. was eligible this year. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that he was having a moment, but evidently the recording academy does not agree. Um no marshmallow either, and he was eligible. Yeah, I which thought could have been cool. Yeah, I thought he would have made sense too. Whoever he is, whoever that bucket <laughs> is, um, a couple of country nominees. Although one is you know very mainstream country, and one is more alt country. Luke Combs obviously repping for like radio country, and Margot Price, mm. uh, who I, she had a what like a top ten Billboard two hundred debut that really surprised people last year. I think like that's when she came out with that her album that made her best new artist eligible so yeah i think with these with with eight nominees and best new artists you're allowed to take a lot more chances with who you're putting up there and so you know maybe they said all right lma sorry that's my computer making noises at me i have a meeting in a little bit um you may you may not have even heard that um but you can take chances now you have like eight slots and so that's why you know though lma had a big hit maybe they felt like well let's 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 uh, shine a light on Chloe and Hallie, who yeah. who who haven't really had a like a hit single in the same way that Boot Up is a hit single. No, and also anyone who's been paying attention to music knows that they've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. They started out, you know, posting things to their YouTube channel years and years ago, and then came under Beyonce's wing. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's best new artist is always a funny one. It's a funny category. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. no, we didn't mention Haley Kiyoko too. Yeah, and she's uh, she was our what, what, she's was she a she was our record? rising star. Rising star. So yes. she was our own rising star at the Women in Music event. Yes. Um, but again, you know, it's it's when there are so many people that could have been, and when you look at these eight people and your or these eight acts, and you're like, I can see why. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. We have a lot of like you know rising new and developing artists, and you know they they all can't get a nomination. Yeah. Hmm, unfortunately. Um, well, uh, we should mention the Grammy Awards will air live on February 10th, 2019 at 8 p.m. ET on CBS. And 5 p.m. live on the That's West Coast right. as well. It's live, live, live. Um, moving on to the Golden Globe nominations. Um, there's a couple major music categories of the Golden Globe, so I wanted to highlight those two. But obviously we'll mention a few, you know, music adjacent uh, nominations as well. Uh, but starting with Best Original Song for a Motion Picture, we have um, All the Stars from Black Panther, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Yeah, and this is a songwriting award as well. Yes, once again. So this is Kendrick is 100% a songwriter on that song, but no, SZA I'm, might be as well. I think she is. Yeah. But under Yes, a, I think that's her birth name. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, Revelation from Boy Erased is performed by Troy Sivan, but And it's, Jonesy, right? From it, Sierra Rose? Oh, yeah, maybe it yeah. is. I think he might do the music. But it was written by Troy Sivan, Jonesy from Sierra Rose and Leland in front of the oh, podcast Leland. Nice. And then we have Girl in the Movies, which is from Dumplin'. Uh, this is the movie where it's all Dolly Parton music. Um, there's some old, some old new. new. And this, I think, is the one that's co-written by Sia. I should probably have checked that before. Why don't, why don't you know these things, Katie? Sorry. Um, also nominated, This We Know, who the songwriters are. Um, Shallow from A Star Is Born. Um, obviously performed by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And we rattled off the, some of the songwriters earlier. Um and then we have Requiem for a Private War, which is from the movie A Private War. And this one is written by Annie Lennox. I think it's just Annie and Lennox. performed. I think it's just by herself, isn't it? Yep, I think so, too. Oh, that's odd. Um, 
So, yeah, those are the nominees for Best Original Song. Katie's still looking up the songwriters for Dumplin'. Um, it's, <laughs> Don't mind me. It's either Linda Perry or it's Sia. I think it's one of the two. Um, best Original Score for Motion Picture, Marco Beltrami for A Quiet Place. That's interesting um, because of the movie. Um, Alexandra Desplat, Desplat uh, for Isle of Dogs. Ludwig Göransson for Black Panther. Um, Justin Hurwitz for First Man. And Mark Shaman for Mary Poppins Returns. And um, it is Linda Perry that oh. co-wrote this one. All right. And she uh, also... The Dumplin' track. Yes. She also uh, co-produced the soundtrack with Dolly Parton. Linda Perry did. Mm. And then there's another song um, that that Dolly sings with. She duets with Sia on mm. another one that Sia helped write. Uh-huh. Um, so this is the one from just Linda and Dolly. Okay. Um, you mentioned in the Best Original Score the name that pops out. To, well, there's a couple names that pop out to me, but Justin Hurwitz we know of. From La La Land. La La Land and um, something else. Something else big from last year. Was it yeah. Greatest Showman? No. No? We're great at this. Yeah, we're great. It's like we host a podcast or something. Uh, um, just double checking. Definitely La La Land. Oh, you know, he's done a lot of stuff. Oh, I see. Because he's like... Damien Chazelle's like right hand man because he first man is also Damien Chazelle and he also did uh, Whiplash too. Uh So yes, that's why we just automatically assume and you know by extension we're like oh Pasek and Paul did something for La La Land so therefore yeah they're all in the same you know musical bed together not quite. (laughs) And then of course Alexander Desplat who's like one of the most awarded uh, you know film composers of all time. Yeah, so. Um, also, there's some music-driven movies up in some of the big categories. The Queen biopic Bohemian Rhapsody is up for Best Motion Picture Drama alongside A Star is Born, while Mary Poppins Returns is nominated for Best Motion Picture Musical Comedy. Now, Katie, is this where I get to complain? Go ahead. <laughs> no, take it away. No, okay, complain's not the right word, though. Um, something that I really liked that I'm going to space on who actually said this originally that made me think about this movie in a different way um, the mo- the song Shallow, which is the biggest, most popular song from A Star is Born. When you see the movie, I'm going to ruin it for Keith right now, but uh, just I'm just going to talk about this one scene, which you see much of in the music video for Shallow. But Lady Gaga gets called up on stage, you know, doesn't expect it, has no idea she's going to be doing this. And this is the first time that she and Bradley are ever performing Shallow together. He's heard her sing bits and pieces of it in a parking lot when they first met. They never got in a studio and worked out who was going to sing what verse when, how the chorus was going to go. It's just all just... They just start singing it. They just start singing it. And so, it's perfect. And Yes. And it's a magical scene. But somebody said like that, that the moment that they kind of realized that this movie truly is a musical is when that happened. It's because like, it's impossible that they would have it all worked you out. You've got to suspend disbelief and be like, oh, this is like a magical moment. Maybe they're just not showing you all of the work that they've prepared. You literally follow Gaga in her entire life, like from when she meets Jackson Maine, I should say Allie, when she meets Jackson Maine to when this moment on stage happens. Like, you know what she's got going on in so, all of their moments. In no, in no earlier part have you heard, like, them like, I think we got it. Yeah, we, no. Let's harmonize here. No. Here's where the chorus goes. Exactly. Verse, chorus, verse, it's chorus, actually bridge, offensive. Out, out. It's offensive to our guest, Mark Ronson, to think that songwriting happens this easily. <laughs> 
So when they were submitted for drama, did you ask Mark which, Ronson about these? I things? didn't. We had we had a brief amount of time. <laughs> I did not bring this up. But um, no, I just I, I it could have. I guess the the real thing is that it could have been submitted for either. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I without batting an eye. I think it could have been submitted for musical or drama hmm. for that matter so anyway well, anyway monologue over <laughs> well who among the golden globe nominees for best original song uh, could also nab an academy award nomination for best song um i think shallow and all the stars seem to be super likely yeah. um they're both nominated for grammys um after that of the three other nominees i don't know um i'm pulling for revelation uh written by friends of the podcast Troy Savon leland uh, along with jonesy of course as we mentioned earlier from Sigur Ros. Um, There's a great uh, article on Billboard.com written by Melinda Newman, uh, interview with Annie Lennox, talking about how she kind of stopped songwriting for like a long oh, time, yeah. and this movie kind of inspired her to to do it again. So, like, I think that's a pretty great story as well. That's also what Academy Award voters want to hear. Yes, I couldn't write a song until this film moved me to write a song for it. It's, it's Care good. to nominate me for an Oscar? It's good politicking, Annie. <laughs> good, good, good. I, I like your PR spin there. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Annie Lennox, who I've met, and she's nothing but lovely. <laughs> She'll never talk to us again. Oh, right, oh right. it's all done with levity and humor. Um, we should mention the Oscar nominations will be announced not until the long away date of January 22nd. We have to wait a long time for that. Oh, yeah. Um, and before that even happens, we are going to be able to watch the Golden Globes because the 2019 Golden Globes will air live. Live on January 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NBC. 5 p.m. Pacific. That's correct. And now it's time for our interview with Mark Ronson. <laughs> we caught up with the songwriter slash producer last Thursday, hours after he'd found out that Shallow from A Star is Born, which he co-wrote with Lady Gaga, Andrew Wyatt, and Anthony Rosamondo, was nominated for Best Original Song Motion Picture at next month's Golden Globes. And then, since we talked on Thursday, he also landed three new Grammy nominations, including Song of the Year for Shallow and Best Dance Recording for his Silk City track, Electricity, with Dua Lipa, I should mention. In addition to all the award season love, he also just released a buzzy new single with Miley Cyrus called Nothing Breaks Like a Heart that will be included on his next album. Oh. Yeah. So during our chat, we talked all about how Shallow came to be, his love for Gaga, and his love for Bradley Cooper. (laughs) It's an amazing conversation and the feedback he's gotten so far after releasing Nothing Breaks Like a Heart. So please enjoy our conversation with Mark Ronson. I'm falling In all the good times I find myself longing for change And in the bad times Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Um, and congratulations on Shallow being nominated for Best Original Song at the Golden Globes. How did you find out the news this morning? Uh, by furiously refreshing my internet browser <laughs> every 30 seconds. No. Um, I actually, I'm in England, so um, it was kind of like a civilized time. Because like, you always see like these people, like it's sweet, but they're always freaking out. Like, I woke up, my agent was yelling into my answering machine. It was five in the morning. This was a little more like civilized hour, but it was still so exciting. I actually like, I think I was, I couldn't find it anywhere. So like I managed to find it through like the Hollywood Reporter's Twitter page, but you don't have to mention that if you don't want to hear another <laughs> No, magazine. you know, Billboard, <laughs> Billboard sister publications with Hollywood Reporter. So that's perfectly fine. <laughs> 
Oh, well then, then I just spoke to him. So yeah, big, big up both of you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it was, it was really amazing. And I texted first thing I texted Anthony and Andrew, who I wrote the song with and, and, uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I just thanked them for making this insane movie. That's so beautiful. And the performance is so amazing that like, that makes, people love the song like this i mean it's a it's a i love the song like i really do like i can say that like it i can be pretty you know i can i have distance from songs i know some things i've done are like pretty good some things are mediocre some things are really good that that song always felt pretty special just because of where it was in her voice and the emotion and like what she was trying to say like you know for the film but there's so many great songs in this film and you know, like, and I'd heard a couple of them and like, then when I knew, when I saw the trailer and I was like, Oh shit. Like, wow. They're re like, they've made this song. The Jason Isbell song is so beautiful. I, I, I genuinely love that when it starts the trailer, but then when it goes into our thing and it, he like builds the tension, the drama with the trailer around the song, like so well. I think, I, I think it's like, honestly, one of the most exciting trailers I've ever seen. And, and to be a, a part of that. And I mean, I'm skipping the whole part of like, even just learning that our, like the way that he used the song in the film, the way it, you know, we had the, we had it originally. It was just like an alley song. It was just for Gaga to sing. I never realized it was a duet. I certainly never realized it was going to be part of like the plot, like the narrative in the parking lot, which is, which is really like such a beautiful scene. I think that like taking, anything personal out of the film i think that like like my involvement i love it like it really gets like that first part of like falling in love or having a crazy crush on someone and like the moment it does it really well without being cheesy that whole film so like i love that parking lot scene so much like when they're walking on the supermarket and he's like icing her hand and then the counter lady takes a picture and not supposed to like all those little details are, are like i don't know i guess it's yeah it's, 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 I just love that. I love that arc of the movie. Yeah, and since this is you know your first time kind of doing uh, music for a movie like that, how weird is it to have this song like send it out into the world, and then all these amazing little details are done to your song in in the service of this movie? It's so crazy. I don't even know. Like, I have no reference for it. So, like, it's nothing. It's nothing I ever thought would happen. I'm, like, a big fan of Bradley Cooper already. Like, the first time when he came into the studio, I was, like, a little starstruck. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just, like... I, I, I feel weird saying that because we're, like, kind of, like, friendly. But, like, he does, like, glow. I don't know what it is. Like, I, Bradley Cooper is also one of those kind of special actors that, like, all dudes like because... It doesn't matter that he's like impossibly handsome and like all that shit because there's like no vanity to him and he just seems like a guy that you want to hang out with. So that's why like limitless and all these kind of things and you know, he's just like there's something about him. It's just like that rare thing where like like he's like a a guy's guy and then like a, a heartthrob and all that kind of stuff and also an incredibly talented actor and director. So like the first time he came to the studio and all that shit, like we were, you know, I was definitely a little starstruck i guess just because he's anybody who i meet has done a lot of things that have been meaningful to me it's like they have a little bit of you know like they they mean a little something actually to you it's not because he's famous 
because uh, he's like a celebrity or something. But now I really just have been going on about Bradley Cooper for the last <laughs> so long. I can't even remember what the question is. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. I mean, he's a movie star. That's what you're saying. It's it's um, undeniable. Yeah, he's a he. That's that. Thank you for putting that a little <laughs> more succinctly. And then also the thing about Gaga's performance that's so amazing is like, not only do did I know her, get to know her pretty well from working on Joanne and then working on the song for the film, but like she's she's like to go in and. And really have her be so believable as like a struggling artist starting from the beginning, like and to to actually like go like after the first two minutes, you're like okay, I know this person, and then just to be fully transformed to be like no, 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 this is we're watching Alec, you know. Um, I guess it, it was just it was just so the, the everything about the, the experience in the in the movie is just like those they're the two people that make that song like kind of like really like exceptional and then i really think like lucas nelson and his band and the way they play it is kind of special you know listening to the demo like he added that acoustic guitar figure that's really like really beautiful and, and it's just like you know all those little intangibles like that that uh make the song i guess like as special as, as it is yeah, and you mentioned Joanne. You worked with Gaga um, on on the song at the same time as you were working on her last album, Joanne. Was there a clear sense um, of like when you were working for and writing for Lady Gaga, and when you were doing it for Allie? Yeah, because she basically came in and for like was trying to like work on this film. I mean, on her movie. I'm sorry, trying to work on her album, and you know, I was psyched for it. I knew Stars Born was important, but that wasn't, like, why I was brought in here. I've got John Janik, like, on me, like, hey, we need singles for, like, Lady Gaga. So, but, like, for, like, as soon as her and Bradley, you know, got into the film, like, the entire, like, Joanne album just turned into Stars Born for a couple of weeks. And, you know, obviously, like, I was kind of just, like, it was almost just, like, um... I guess I didn't really mind because I could tell it was important, but, you know, you don't really know what's going on at the time, and I, I was, you know, aware that, like, you know, we're just, like, we're writing these songs for the film and stuff, but I'm I'm brought in to, like, finish this Joanne album. But I think that the minute that we wrote Shallow, like, there was definitely the sense that there was something kind of special about that song, and I think it was just, I don't really know, like, why that song just has, it's like emotion in it because I think it was Anthony, Andrew, myself, Gaga, like everybody's kind of like, even though we're writing for the film, everybody's personal life experience is in that, is in that song somehow. And I can only speak for myself, but I was going through quite a difficult time, like at that moment. And that's when kind of, for me, my like better music comes out. I think most people are like that. And um, finally, because I have kept you long enough, but one final question I, I really wanted to ask, um, what kind of feedback you've been getting for your incredible Miley Cyrus collaboration, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart, which came out last week? Um, it's it's really been, it's really been pretty amazing. Like, you know, I don't know, like there's, I definitely, it is one of those songs like when we came up with the chorus, it felt kind of special and, you know, I came up with a course with Tommy Brennick and, 
and Ilse Juba, this fantastic songwriter, and when she said that line, nothing breaks like a heart, I was like, that can't be that no one's ever said that hmm. in the history of, like, song, right? And, like, she, I think we, like, probably looked it up real quick and were like, no, I think, like, so, like what the fuck? Like, it's, like, <laughs> what you're searching for your whole life, like, something that's, like, that it's like it's been there for so long that you think that it has anyway it doesn't matter so I've been waiting to work with Miley for so long and I sent her a little chorus idea and she loved it and she came in and wrote the verses and the bridge and but so anyway long story point point whatever the expression I'm trying to find is that like we're all so proud of it and you know it's good and but you know it like sounds real left field to what's going on right now in music and it has a kind of, kind of tiny like a country vibe and it's acoustic guitars and it's not like the sound of fucking you know necessarily Spotify and the radio so you're always a little nervous but all the records that I've been in that been involved with that have really kind of like had a bigger impact to the ones like Rehab or Locked Out or Uptown Funk or even Shallow that don't sound like anything on the radio so like they're a bit of a bigger risk but when if, if they work they really stand out so I can't it's just like you know, it's still early, but it's really kind of what I really like had hoped would happen that people would just like have a, you know, just, I don't know, like embrace it just like, uh, and it, it just seems to be, and obviously like Miley is just such a fucking mega star and such a incredible, like I, I, cause I met her when she was sort of out of her album cycle and, she was just so like down to earth and like hanging out in Malibu and like talking about her dogs. Like I sometimes forget the same thing, you know, when I was working with Gaga that like, Oh my God, this person has 75 million followers on Instagram and like can tweet one thing. And like 300 people would go get a tattoo. Like it's just like the power I forget with some of these really like, I'm lucky I work with some down to earth people that when they're in the studio, you forget that like what mega what stars they are. So now that this song is out, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck. Like I got like probably picked up 30,000 followers. Like since she probably like tagged me in one teaser or something. The smilers came for you. The smilers. So I, I, I love that. I love this song. I'm so proud of it. It took me, it took a lot of, heart and things like went into like making this song possible and you know that's just my heart but um the fact that it's it's people seem to be like digging it is is uh is is wonderful and it's mild relief amazing thank you so much for your time and uh, congratulations on the new music and on the nomination thank you very much thank you things fall apart but nothing breaks like a heart Thank you so much to Mark Ronson for hopping on the phone with me last week. And since I didn't get to say congratulations for the Grammy noms then, because he didn't even know about them, congrats. Yay! Looking to upgrade your audio? Get Powerhouse Sound for your music and podcasts. Sure Sound Isolating Earphones provide immersive audio and complete freedom in a custom comfort fit. Pair with your Bluetooth device or use the innovative detachable cable system to plug directly into any device. Flexibility never sounded so impressive. So visit shore.com slash listening to save on select models during the holidays.
And now it's time for the chart stat of the week. One, two, three, uh. My baby don't mess around because she loves me so and this I know for sure. Now all the Beyonce's and Lucy Lou's <laughs> and baby dolls. Fifteen. That's correct. That is right, Katie. Don't forget those baby dolls. Fifteen years ago this week, one of the most infectious and memorable songs ever hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart as Outkast's Hey Ya hit the top of the list. The song moved to number one on the chart dated December 13th, 2003, and spent nine weeks atop the tally. The song, which famously instructed listeners to shake it like a Polaroid picture went on to be nominated for the Record of the Year Grammy Award and took home the trophy for Best Urban Alternative Performance. Outcast was so hot at the time, the duo, Andre 3000 and Big Boy, replaced itself at number one on the Hot 100 hmm. as The Way You Move bumped Hey Ya from number one on the February 14th, 2004 dated Hot 100. So there you have it, 15 years ago this week. Outcast at number one with Hey Ya. Y'all don't want to hear me, you just don't dance. All right. <laughs> good clapping. That song. That song. Oh, God, it's just so good. Every, every part of that song is like an earworm. Oh. Like. Yeah. I mean, every, every, like, it's just, it's a sim, it's like an assemble, it's an assemblage of, of hooks. Of hooks. Yeah. The whole thing. It's like, there's not one hook. It is just hook. And, and like, after ev- hook. every lyric is memorable. Every turn of phrase is like, it, it's, yeah. it's, it sticks in your brain. The whole thing, it just congeals into this perfect pop moment. Yes. The just, brilliance of Andre 3000. Uh, any parting words, Katie? Oh, man. Um, Looking forward to the next nominations <laughs> for whatever. What's next? Whatever you got. Screen Actors Guild. I mean, that has nothing Maybe. to do with us. Yeah. Um, is there some, what other, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something. We'll be talking about it. <laughs> whatever it is. What song should we go out on? Oh, man. One of Dolly Parton's Academy Award nominated songs from the past, like 9 to 5 from oh, the I film l- 9 to 5. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay, see you guys next time. Bye. Working 9 to 5. What a way. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.